I think God kind of surprises us with life and stuff. We think we know where we're going, but we don't. You know, you can set out all these goals and things that you want to do, and uh, this is what, you know. And then, you know, he has a different idea to, to get you where you want to get to, you know. I think that's amazing thing about him. Like, you know, it's always surprising. Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio. And Aisha Woods, Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and musician. Together, they talk with artists and industry insiders to discover our connection between music and faith. You can connect with us on Facebook or Twitter, at Between Grooves. Now, here's James and Aisha. Aisha, this is the first time we've gotten together since our Christmas episode. I cannot believe Uh we're already, well, January's almost done, you know? I haven't, look, I haven't talked to you since last year. I always (laughs) want to say that. (laughs) Yes, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Episode 249 of Between the Grooves, and uh, what a treat we have today. Yes, indeed. I'm so looking forward to chatting with this young man. Let's get right into this. Here is George Mondero. Doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thanks, Scott. Doing fantastic. Great to meet you both. Yeah, great to meet you. Yes, you also. Thank you, mate. Thank you. (laughs) So, George, where do you live now? You used to live in South Africa, correct? Yeah, so born in Zimbabwe. um, uh, And and then I moved to South Africa when I was... um, uh, 17, just, uh, yeah, 18, 18, sorry. And then uh, lived there for four years in Durban and then moved to the UK, uh, to Manchester for a little uh, season, then moved to London, Guildford, uh, uh, just outside London, and then uh, moved to Germany for a few years. Oh, wow. And now wow. I live in Na- Nash, Nash Vegas, Nashville. <laughs> Nash Vegas, right. <laughs> Everybody calls it Nash Vegas now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, so a lot, so of, a lot of traveling. How did you get into the music business i know you're a worship leader but there's there's a there's a line between leading worship and you know in your church or in front of a group of people and then actually recording music and Uh sending it off putting it on spotify or whatever else and then and then sending it off to radio and whatnot so what was the journey like for you there wow i mean mine is almost like a miracle journey so born in zimbabwe like i said um and uh just had a dream you know one of uh eight boys you know and uh you know there was no real music yeah we got eight like seven (laughs) brothers and so like you know there was so there was no music industry i mean there was music industry in in zimbabwe but like to see that as a career or ever doing something like that was never an option do you know what i mean because it was just you know this that kind of stuff wasn't around you know and uh but uh, a band comes to town back in the 90s and uh you know they do a show at my school it was a band called mic uh, from South Africa, and I remember seeing this band on stage, and I was like, "God, you know, that's what I want to do," you know. Um, mm. And um, but it just seemed impossible. But anyway, I, I ended up meeting these guys in this band, really miraculously. Uh, they're looking for people to just join their team. So I finished school thinking I'm going to go to university. I had a scholarship uh, to go to university there uh, and play rugby as well. Uh, but then God had other, I mean, other plans. And so next thing, I pack a little bag. You know, these guys asked me to come for auditions. They didn't really know much about me. So it was it was amazing, crazy. Mm. I, and, and I moved to South Africa and I ended up joining this band. I don't audition. You know, I've never done music in my life. And, if, you know, a couple of, you know, a year later, like, you know, I'm in Australia. I mean, you know, doing a show early days Good with gracious. these boys. 
And so God really just plucked me out, like, and just called me and and opened the door. I mean, it, it's just mm-hmm. fascinating. And then from there, I've just grown and, um, you know, grown in music. And so the band that we were with, you know, we did a lot of mainstream stuff, but also a lot of uh, Christian. I mean, it was a Christian band that did crossed over to the mainstream back then. It was a dance band, a techno band, you know, back when oh, wow. <laughs> the first round of, you know. And so, yeah, and then so we would go to the UK and Europe and, and do a lot of festival, Christian festivals, but at the same time doing some mainstream festivals. But we were signed to Kingsway Music, which is a worship label in the UK. And uh, that's where Matt Redman was. And so we, uh, me and Matt were on the same label. We become great friends with Matt Redman. And then uh, he's like, hey, I want you to sing with me. I want you to tour with me, like, and just uh, kind of support what I do. And that's how I got into uh, to worship, really. I mean, you know, I was always mm. doing music, but doing both, you know, both sides. You know, I think God called me, you know, beyond the wall of the church. So, But then at the same time, he, he you know, he put me alongside Matt. And uh, I started, you know, leading worship with him and just getting to support where he's, he was doing over the you know last 20 years so it's pretty amazing i mean i know it's kind of like a half-baked story but yeah it's just been a miracle how i actually ended up in music and get to do what i do now so and then fast forward a lot of songwriting uh through that like uh doing a lot of pop stuff in the uk and mm-hmm. europe and asia but at the same time writing worship songs you know i end up getting signed to capital as a writer there and kingsway nice. as well started writing worship songs traveling with matt you know, doing passion, just doing a lot of worship conferences, churches. And through that, I met Chris Tomlin, you know, uh, you know, and then, you know, when I wasn't doing stuff with Matt, he was like, Matt, I'd love you to do some stuff with me. And, and so, yeah. And then got to this point where I guess God just started giving me my own song, you know, uh, you know, the more I led, you know, and just my journey and just singing about his goodness and just the story that he, he had kind of led me on. And, and I guess it takes us to now, uh, you know, got signed over at BEC um, and been there for a while. And uh, yeah, God's just giving me songs now to release, you know, uh, on my own, you know, uh, worship songs and just songs that connect with people. So yeah, that's a short story. <laughs> short, long story. <laughs> short, long story. Are you, are you still leading worship? Like, are you somewhere locally? Uh, lead a worship yeah. at a church? Yeah, so I mean, I do a bunch of different things. So I'll lead uh, worship at my local church, Rolling Hills, which is in Franklin. But then I get invitations okay. to lead um, at other churches, you know. And then I get to tour still with uh, with Chris Tomlin. So I, I'm out on the yes. road with Chris a, a lot. And uh, and then I still do a lot of stuff with Matt as well. So, you know, and, you know, so yeah, I get to lead worship all the time and I love it. And what That's about nice. the secular side of things? Are you still writing pop or, or dance or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm still involved, you know, I mean, it's amazing, you know, the, the, the church is full of a lot of creative people. And I think sure. some, uh, from back in the day, like I feel uh, as a church, sometimes we didn't know how to look after people like that or, or, you know, how they could navigate doing songs beyond the walls of the church. But yeah, right. uh, I'm still writing a lot of K-pop stuff and involved, you know, kind of looking after helping mentor a lot of writers uh, who are, you know, Christian writers, uh, but but then doing stuff beyond the walls of the church. So I'm still involved in some of that. Uh, and yeah, I love it. You know, it gets to be a, a mission field for me. Mm-hmm. For sure. This is kind of a, a leading question. Um, any plans for 2023? And the reason why I asked the question is because, man, I've got some thoughts on this. 
Um, I, I know, I know we're, you know, already in, you know, January is practically done at this point and right. to be talking about New Year's. I don't even know if, if you're allowed to still say happy new year to people. Is that still a thing? Yes. Or is it- happy new year. You oh. can, man. It's still January. Come on. Okay. okay. No, I wasn't sure if there was a restriction or, or a time limit on that, but, but, but one of the things, uh, of course, every year is, so oh, setting up new year's resolutions and another one that, that I think is quite amusing is, and I'll share my thoughts as to why, if you want. But uh, vision yeah, board, sure. you know, vision board, okay. great, yeah. And and uh, mm. but but this is this is the latest fad. It's been around for at least a couple of years now, and that is word of the year. And can I tell mm. you? Uh, I I think it's hilarious to be honest. <laughs> I, I say it's hilarious because because I think it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say that Talk to me, James. Come on. Well, explain yourself. Explain okay. yourself. Okay, first of all, it seems to be a fad. It's like it, all the cool people are doing it. Um, and oh. I'm not in, I'm not in <laughs> the f- cool people. Yeah. Oh, so I, obviously I'm not cool because I don't. I, I don't I don't I don't fall into fads. I, I really in, in fact I will steer straight away from them. But for for this word of the year thing, for me um, I, I find it very limiting. I, I think it's limiting because it's almost like you're restricted to this one word of how you're going to define Ooh. how you'd like to see 2023 roll out for you. Ooh. You know, sure, and, sure. and for me, like, uh, it could be, you know, I, I want to spend more time with God. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to be focused on my career. I want to, you know, do more in church. I want to, uh, you know, spend more quality time resting, you know, to taking a break. Um, maybe it's, you know, going going on a vacation, whatever else. And how do you encompass all that into one word? To In me, one it's, word, yeah. yeah. It's, to me, uh, it's limiting. So so I do have a word for 2023. Oh, gosh. Come on, bring it on, bring it on. The word is <laughs> snacks. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of snacks right now. Yeah. I got, so, I got a little cushioning around my midwaist. You know well, I mean? you know, everybody's everybody's going to the gym to work out and everything else. And they're trying to eat healthy. For me, it's it's snacks. Like, why not? You know, because I know Very I'm going to do it anyways, right? Very deep. Oh, my Very gosh. Deep. Very deep. That's yeah. just like... Uh, Oh man! So yeah, I'm not I'm not big on on uh, New Year's resolutions either. I guess for me, it's if you're gonna join the gym January first, like yeah, great, pat on the back, there you go. But if you join in, in <laughs> September or or in May or something like that, to me that says something because to me that means you're really serious because you're not waiting for January first to to actually do something. Like why wait? Yeah. You know why? Yeah, yeah. To me again, that's limiting, you. right? To to have to wait. Right. To, to, you know, wait for January 1st to start something and then possibly, you know, statistically fail. Right. Right? Yeah. So, so why set a resolution or a goal of doing something if you know you're not going to achieve it? Maybe you need to set a smaller goal or maybe you just need to, you know, set, set it earlier. Set a realistic goal. Yeah. Be, be more realistic than sure. setting goals. Sure. And practical. Yeah. I think that'll help too. But I don't... Because some people I, I, set out to do things that are... Virtually impossible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they set themselves up for failure. Um, or they set themselves up doing the same thing every January and then they fail. Right. They, they, right. Oh, I'm going to get true. fit again. You know, and, and you know, you, you oh, see that's that post- me. That's me. 
Well, I don't know. Any. Yeah, but are you? But if you don't post it all over social media, it's probably okay. But if you're posting every January, heading back to the gym, really want to get fit, really want to lose some weight or whatever else. Oh my gosh! And, and then oh gosh. you never hear about that again. And then next January, you see the same post again. Like that's what right. I'm talking about. You know? Right. So having said all of that, oh, yeah. I, I got to say one more thing though. Sorry if I sound sarcastic, and sorry if this gets no, people I love upset. It. I love it. Sorry if this causes right. people to to write into us and and complain but come on already with the books you know like everybody and their mother's writing a book you know and and you know can can i tell you it's not hard to write a book these days because everybody's doing it and i think everybody has figured out the formula here's here's how i would write a book okay well well, let me give you an example first of of how i've seen people write a book and i'm not going to name names i'm not going to talk about specific books okay but but let's just say aisha that you have a horse okay you have a a pet horse you've got him in a stable or whatever else you look after a horse and because you have a horse now that makes you an expert on a horse and so you're going to write a book about horses Right. Oh, yeah. And and then six months later, it's like, well, you know what? Horses are very similar to ponies. So now I'm going to write a book on ponies. I don't have a pony, but I'm going to write a book on ponies. Right. My little pony. Yeah. To be specific. My little pony. Yeah. So so here's how I would write a book. I would go onto social media and I would say to everybody, hey, James here. Uh, I'm planning to write a book about jokes. Send me your favorite jokes, whether they're dad jokes or whatever else. Send me your favorite jokes. And, uh, uh-huh. you know. I, uh, you know, if they're funny, I'll use them. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take everybody else's work of, you know, taking all these jokes, put it in a book and, you know, write uh-huh. a nice little, you know, forward and, and forward. afterward stuff, you know, add some stuff to it, but not a whole lot because, you know, why would I want all that work, right? And then I'm going to put no. a slick little cover on it. I'm going to publish this thing. I'm going to sell this book. I'm going to make money on this book. Thank you very much for all your contributions. And then uh-huh. I'm going to put author in my bio. Like, what more could you ask for? <laughs> right, right. Oh, gosh. There goes my good idea. I was trying to write a book this year. Was that in your New Year's <laughs> resolutions? <laughs> it was going to be about horses as well. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, go for no, no, it. It wasn't. And ponies, no, no, definitely not. Definitely right. Not. Definitely. That's so funny, though. So, so I, oh, think, I think I've set the stage. I think I've really given my two cents worth. And, and you can tell that's all been building up, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> release day. You know, you just yeah. release day today. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, normally a Friday is release day for new music. But for James, it's like this has been Monday. building up for months, you know, and I had to get it, it off my chest. So now that we've set the stage here, um, George, from your perspective, what have you got on the go for 2023? Right. Oh, I mean, I mean, book is out. The I'm, book is out. I, I, I'm nervous now. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm, I, mean, I feel like uh, no. Well, I mean, it's going to be uh, a busy year. So we've got some tours lined up. Obviously, you know, nice. um, from February, you know, we've got a spring tour coming up here until Easter, and uh, you know, I'm out with Chris uh, and his team, and then and then you know, and then I've got a lot of other things that I'm I'm, I'm doing, just leading um, worship at a few different churches. Um, and then a lot of writing. I'm trying to uh, write some new songs. You know, uh, a lot of the songs I'm releasing now, um, you know, I'd written some time ago. And so just feel like, you know, there's new uh, stories, uh, you know, just uh, new songs in me. So I'm just trying to get into uh, writing a little bit more, uh, setting up some writing. So so that's exciting uh, in terms of what's coming ahead. And um, what else? I mean, 
that's what I'm looking at right now. And obviously going to the gym, getting a little fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cutting out the snacks and everything. You know what I mean? Come yeah. on, we're all trying to do it. I haven't posted anything about it, so which is good. That's a good thing. So, yeah. <laughs> a lot of what I said was tongue-in-cheek, obviously, right? It, it, no, was, I, it was more I know, of a I know. more of a sarcastic thing to, uh, you know, for all the people out there. Like, you know, if you've got goals, and, and whether it's career goals or, or you know, God yeah. goals, family goals, whatever else – uh, that's all great, sure. but follow through, right? And mm-hmm. so that's sometimes true. you set up these huge goals that are just not achievable or it right. would take a lot of work to do it and, and you're not mm-hmm. going to be focused on it. And you know you're not going to be focused on it, so set up a smaller yeah. goal that's more achievable. And if you're going to mm-hmm. post on social media, make sure you follow through. Like if you're on this weight loss thing and you post the before picture, um, it, it'd be nice that in six months from now you actually post the follow-up picture and it's not that you're weighing the same thing. Right, right. <laughs> we want to see, we want to see, or more, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, so I mean, you know, there, there, there's a lot of things like that, and I mean, and I guess living here as well, you know, it's, you know, as you grow, you know, you're always trying to say, Lord, Lord you know, what you have for me this uh, this year, you know, and sometimes we don't know, you know. Yeah, uh, I think God kind of surprises us with life and stuff. We think we know where we're going, but we don't. But he kind of leads us, and and so I guess uh, for me, you know, not making it all spiritual, but like uh, just learning to listen better, you know, to him, you know what yeah. I mean, and because sure. sometimes things are in front, you know, you can set out all these goals and things that you want to do, and uh, this is what you know, and then you know he has a different idea to to get you where you want to get to, you know. I think that's amazing thing about him, like you know, there's always surprises. It's like life as we live out and we kind of try and uh, follow him you know the goals mm-hmm. you know there's still goals but sometimes he's surprised and changes like oh my gosh god you know you opened this door you know i didn't see that coming mm-hmm. you know and i guess for me that's been the story of my life like because as a kid i mean there's goals that i set out and as a kid from zimbabwe and and you know to do music and to travel the world and and, and god's done that but along the way there's been so many things that he's just always surprised me with because i guess the older you get sometimes you like you dream less. You dream, but you don't dream like you are in the younger days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I feel like, for me, it's just been dreaming, you know? Like, man, dream about stuff. Mm. Like, what do you want to do? What, you know? And do other stuff. So, yeah, that's kind of like where the new year is kind of going for me, really. Just be open-handed about things as well. Yeah. You know, set your goals. Yeah. Set your, you know, the things that you're doing and, you know, uh, what you have coming ahead. But also be open-handed and... Uh, just uh, be waiting for surprises along the way that God does. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes hard because life gets so busy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to have that time to reflect back and think, how are things going? And is God leading me in a di- different direction? Or is he got right. some other stuff on the go? And and yeah. making the time for that, you know, like yeah. for, for you, if you're on the road a lot, as an example, but you also want to write music. So yeah. what do you do? How do you how do you find the time to do that if you're always on the go? I mean, the cool thing is about like, you know, uh, you know, I got a good rhythm now, you know, with the guys that I'm out, out on the road with normally, you know, everyone's got family. So the way the year mm. is set out is, is, is pretty good, you know, because, um, you know, we all got, you know, uh, families to get back to. So the scheduling is brilliant. You know, I must say we spoil it. So, so, you know, we get to come home quite a lot, you know, in between, you know, there's always a few days at home. And, and so, um, you know, always try and uh, spend some family time, obviously, but also have just keep that going. You know, there's some sessions there. But these days, you know, with Zoom and everything and this kind of thing, you can write online, you know, send ideas back and forth and, you know, right. and then kind of write lyrics, you know, on, you know, just like we chatting now, you know, we're just talking about a song or 
took up, you know, and, and, and um, kind of finishing it that way. So there's just, uh, so in terms of that, like, you know, that's kind of ongoing, you know, I've tried to be a little bit more disciplined on the roads mm-hmm. to write, like, and to just, uh, cause you can end up just wasting days on the road sometimes, you know, wake up late, sure. and w- wait for the gig, it's, you know, in the evening and stuff. So just trying to be more intentional about how I use the time on the road as well to, to do stuff that's productive. So. Mm-hmm. So that's what uh, how I've kind of set it out, you know, and 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 I guess everyone, most of the guys that I'm around now, um, you know, they have that same idea. So I think you're not alone. So everyone is trying to be a little bit more productive on the road and do stuff, or uh, just that's different. And and also, I love like every city we go to, we try and go and see what's fascinating about that city or historical sure. about that city. So there's always a lot to, if you kind of get outside the lines, there's always a lot to actually learn, and experience, and you know, mm-hmm. even though you're on the road. You've got kids, you right? About, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, do, I, do, I do have kids. i got two girls. Uh, one nice. just turned 11. 11, uh, Savannah, and uh, she's 11. And then Summer is eight. So, yeah. All right. You know, we're having girls in the family. We were all boys. Now we're all having girls. Oh, my brother, it's crazy. So are you at the point now where they're old enough to hang around with you on tour? Like, you know, especially in the summertime with summer festivals and whatever, are you able to bring them along once in a while? Um, not all, I mean, not all the time. I mean, like, one is a traveler, one is not. Like, oh, okay. So it's kind of like, really? you know, one, uh, yeah, our little one, Summer, is like, you know, are we there yet? We just left the house. <laughs> like, come on, girl, you know. Um, but, you know, the older one, Savannah, loves to travel. And so just from, you know, when she was younger, I did my first trip with her like uh, I got a crazy story actually so I was supposed to be doing something uh, in Germany at the time we were living in the UK um, but we decided to drive like because you know the whole family was going to go so we were going to drive from England you know through France Belgium Holland yes. into the top of Germany and nice. uh, we real so and that's, and that's just know, a half hour drive right it's a half hour drive you know it is I mean <laughs> it's crazy how big the US is you know when you yeah. cuz yeah it's like a 10 hour drive but you go through four countries right you know it's it's kind of like amazing but anyway so the day before you know we we packed the car Lucy everyone and you know and we're spending christmas in germany so doing this gig and then heading oh, wow. down to stuttgart to spend christmas with my family there uh, my, my brothers and his family but anyway we uh that evening my, my wife Lucy's going through all the passports and we've got a newborn which is Summer our youngest and we realise we don't have a passport for her oh god! I mean you know so and I, at that time Savannah's only two and Summer we realise we don't have a passport so I have to go and do this gig so I take Savannah with me she's two years old and we drive you know all the way to Germany and leave my wife behind and and some oh. uh, and some because uh, she had to get a passport, but she wanted to come with me. So t- I- I'm driving across Europe with this two year old going to a gig, you know. And uh, oh gosh, it was, it, it was pretty amazing, you know. And so you know, it's a memory that uh, uh, we we have together, like, and we love it. And so ever since then, she's always loved coming with me and getting to come to some of the things I do. The the, the little wow. one, Summer, no, she she'd rather be at home with her mama. So, <laughs> so your your girls are. Are they Americans or? No, so they're British. British. Okay, so got born, you. Okay. Born in England. So my wife is British as well. So I'm Zimbabwean. Mm-hmm. My wife's British. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we've been married for 20 years. Um, nice. I'm, yeah, just, so, I'm actually the only American uh, out of my siblings. Uh, my oh, wow. siblings are British as well. Oh. So. <laughs> so you were born here, but you're. Yep, I was born here. 
I was born in New York and my siblings were, they were born in Bermuda. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a yeah. oh, so, beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. The Bermuda Triangle. I would love to go. It's one of those places I'd love to go. Oh so, man, uh, we have to make it happen. You come over and lead some worship. I would love to do that. That'd be amazing. That'd or, be or one do on one, the bucket list. Or do one of those cruises where you go from island to island and you get your way paid for it because you're leading worship or you're performing on the on the ship, right? Wouldn't it be That's nice? That sounds like a good idea. One, you know, we should do a we should do a should between do the grooves cruise. Oh my that goodness! Don't start good. talking oh. about that. I'm telling you, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I get excited about Uh-oh. that kind of thing. The only downfall to those music type cruises is they're they're uh-huh. usually short. They're only like three or four days usually, right? That's torture. That's like the teaser. That's teasing. Me. <laughs> I know. That's I know. Like, oh, you know, here we go. Oh, yeah. You can jump uh, off the boat now. Yeah. That's like <laughs> George. Right. Have, have you done any cruises, George? I, can you believe it? I've never done a cruise. So do you no think way. you would? Do you think you would have your sea legs, or or you don't care about that? So just, just get me on the boat. I think I think I've got my sea legs, but my wife, like I mean, well, she she if I'm doing a, a music cruise, she wouldn't be there. But but like I mean, no, I mean, she doesn't like being out there. Okay, she gets so seasick. So it would just have oh, to be. Oh really? Me, I guess. You know, yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everyone keeps talking about doing a cruise. You know, I'd love to do. One of, you know, the ones in Alaska and stuff? Nothing like it. Beautiful. I, I, I don't know if I could do the Alaskan cruise. My wife and I have, have chat, chatted about it, and we live in Canada, so it's cold, like, you know, six <laughs> yeah. to seven months of the year. When right. it gets to be warm weather uh, for us in Canada, that's when they do those Alaskan cruises. Why would I want to go back into the cold? You know? <laughs> I, I, mate, I, I understand. I totally understand. Hey, I was born in Africa. Yeah, I'm trying to see the way the cold. You know what I mean? I'm trying to go where the snows at. You know, right, what I mean? like, right. So it, it's it, it's true though. It's different. Yeah, but uh, it's it's true. I think I'm just fascinated. Like I've always seen these pictures of like, you know, with the whales like breaching, yes. like you know what I mean, like, yeah. and just it just looks so foreign to to me because growing up in Africa, you grow up with the savannah. So I guess for me, this is like something I've always been like, man, I want to go there one day, you know, and and I guess you want to go where I, I'm from, you know, and so. Yeah, it's it's the world is a beautiful place. Too many cool places. Yes, it is. So the whole between the grooves cruise, like we we do need to make this happen. Let's do it, guys. I'm in. I'm Bring in, in some Let's artists and stuff, and and yes. So we're gonna have to talk to the higher ups here at Between the Grooves, our executive producer, and and hopefully they see the Come benefit, on. right? To to growing <laughs> yeah. the podcast, but but also yeah. you know allowing the creativity of the music Absolutely. scene and and all the listeners that would want to come along. I just care Man. about the cruise itself. I like I like that idea. Yeah. Are you going to sing mm-hmm. on this one, Aisha? Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm telling you, we're going to lead worship together. Come on, girl. Are you still singing? Are you still doing some music stuff? Are you doing? Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, girl, I gotta <laughs> check out your, your music then. I'd love to yeah. check out what you're doing. Absolutely. Oh, we should write. What do we do? Like, we should write. Let's together. do it. See what God does. Like, you know, maybe we might come up with something. Let's yeah, cool. do it. And that way you can tell your wife, I'm writing with Aisha Woods. <laughs> I know. I'll be, like, yeah. I'll be a rock star in my house. I'll be like, hey, babe, just finish, <laughs> just finish, just finish the session with Aisha Woods. Well, I love it. I love that. So I have no, I have no, you know, professional background in music uh, as far as you know, writing music or or 
Yeah, I've led worship in church could, or whatever. Though. But uh, but I, I will I will offer my services to sing backup. I mean, I hear that people from Toronto have got rhythm though, so we might need some break dancing or something. So maybe you could bring some moves. I can bring some vocals as far as rhythmic uh, dancing. No, <laughs> sorry, on, I, I, I don't have, I mean, I, 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 really? I get it. I enjoy it. I can't do it. <laughs> you, I'll be honest. Just, well, well, you can at least stay on beat, that? right? Oh yeah. I can stay on beat. I'm, I'm talking about okay. actual dancing. I cannot, I'm not a dancer. If you, if I go you to a what? wedding with my wife, I will not go on yeah. the floor to fast dance. If it's a slow dance, I can do that, right? Because okay. you're just standing there, right? <laughs> but, but a fast dance, no, I, I, I'm just, I'm just not there. But you know oh, what? Gosh. Dancing is so different now. Like I look at these kids and yeah. I'm like, that's, that's not dancing. That's, I don't know what that is, but. I wouldn't yeah, I want mean, to do that with a partner on the dance floor. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I they look like they're muscles. having a conniption fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I'll pull some muscles. I don't know. I mean, the, like right. the band that, uh, so I was uh, a part, you know, the band I was in, you know, it was a boy band. Guys, I'm giving you all my secrets. I was in a boy band. And so we used to do a lot of break dancing. And, <laughs> okay. and, and then, I joined, and then I, I joined a band called the Worldwide Message Tribe back in the day as well. So we used oh. to like, you know, do kind of acrobatic flips on, you know, on stage and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh. I look at their videos now and I'm like, it's painful. It's like, how did I, I couldn't believe, I can't believe my body used to do that. You know? It's like, so you're uh, saying you don't do that anymore. Well, I was going to bring it out on this new worship record, but I thought, nah, <laughs> I was going to try and bring it back. And I thought, oh, no. I don't know how people would take that, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, uh, you know what? I don't do it anymore. It looks painful. So listen, this this new worship record, uh, the lead single, I, I take it, is Not Even Once? Yep, it is. Yes, uh, Not Even Once. I uh, wrote it a couple of years ago, actually. It's cra- crazy. You know, during COVID, you know, we, we all had this song that we uh, thought were going to come out. And, you know, it's taken a, a long time for them to come out. But uh, I wrote sure. it with a guy called Brian Fowler and Micah Kakaipa. They do a lot of stuff with Toby. I don't know if you've come across them, Aisha. Yes, uh, Brian uh, Fowler, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a song with him, and um, yeah. So not even once. Yeah. So I'm excited to be releasing that, and yeah. Basically, the song is just about God's faithfulness and just remembering, uh, you know, what He's done for us and how He's never failed us. So and will never fail us. So I'm pretty excited yeah. about uh, a thing about the song, and you know, um, just uh, excited for people to be blessed with it and maybe to be able to connect with it, you know, and as they remember what God's uh, done for them. Is this the first song you've sent to radio? No, so I sent one called Heaven Symphony that okay. like uh, and and then COVID happened. Ah, Literally okay. the, that makes the, sense. Following, the following two weeks after that, you know. So that was my first single, which is like uh, two years ago, you know. And um, it feels like can you believe it? Two years ago, and so uh, I, I was I started doing all the you know kind of things that like these kind of things, and uh, two years ago, and then the world just came to a stop, and so. It's taken me this long again to come back and, you know, and just kind of figure out, okay, Lord, you know, what's next? And so this is kind of uh, the second single I've taken to radio, basically. Right. So it's exciting. 
Yeah, well, good stuff. I'm looking forward to hearing more. Um, this is the first yeah. single that we started playing on my radio station because obviously with COVID, it was uh, different. People releasing music, uh, mm-hmm. you know, everybody was focused elsewhere. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's probably why we missed the first one. So this one we've already added and uh, looking forward to oh, hearing the responses Sweet. from people. So, yeah. That's, that's, Congratulations I, I, you know. on that. Thank you. He said thank you. I mean, and I, I'm just uh, thank you so much for adding it as well. Like, you know, we know that it's so important what you guys do and being able to add these songs. There's a ton of songs that you could add. And so, you know, I feel really humbled and privileged that you would pick up my song and, and even take your time to do this. And it's great. Thank you, George, for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Oh, you guys yeah. are so much fun. Uh, Call hey. me up when the cruise is ready. Call me up when the cruise is ready. <laughs> fire for up sure. Mates. For sure. Fire, yeah. fire up the engines. Fire up the engines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to talk to those higher ups. Got to convince them that this is worthwhile. Let's, Absolutely. Let's go, mate. Yeah. Let's go. Thanks, bon George. Voyage. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Aisha, great. Listen, I'm going to find you, Aisha. I need, like, we need to do something. Absolutely. I'm going to I'm going to find you on IG. Me too. Me too. Let's do something. And and don't okay. forget don't forget I'm your background guy, guys. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, if if the if the background thing don't mind, uh, thing, I think you can be our manager. You sound like you got great Oh, ideas. sure. Yeah, I'll do that too. Yeah. yeah you, you are manager 20 20% off the top, you know? <laughs> well, no, we, we, we'll have to negotiate that. I'm, I'm you know, I'm a, little, I'm a little greedy. Might need a little bit more than that, but you know. <laughs> I love it. Well, man, blessings to you guys. Thank you, you for too. taking the time. I love it. Great to meet you both. I love it. Take oh, care. Awesome. All right, guys. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Okay. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, really enjoyed that conversation with George. Make sure you check out his website, georgemondera.com. That's George, M-H-O-N-D-E-R-A.com. Check out his latest music and find out what's going on in his life. Yeah, that was a great, great conversation. Um, right now, we're going to have some amazing artist advice from an artist that I've admired for quite some time, Miss Rebecca St. James. Prioritize rest, prioritize balance in your life and ask God to show you what that looks like. What does health spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally look like, you know, for me in doing this? Because I think if you're thinking longevity, especially if you if you want to have a ministry that can last a long time, you've got to prioritize that. And I was so young doing music, going full time at 16, I, I didn't know how important those principles were and I think God gives us kind of red light like warning lights that go off inside of our hearts when we're pushing it and when we know we're maxed out and you know frustration and sadness and some of these things just kind of start rising up and even anger a little bit it's like ah this is like too much and people are requiring too much of me but often those things are, are warning lights that are just saying hey you got to slow down. you got to slow down. you got to start saying no more often. And so that's what I would say to up-and-coming artists is just make sure that you're listening to those warning lights that God's put inside of you and um, prioritize rest. Basically just balancing life, really. And I think that's yes. great advice as we begin the new year, don't you? I do. I couldn't agree more. Especially after the conversation we just had with George. <laughs> <laughs> she was talking about eating healthy as well, so there goes the snacks. 
Well, thank you to Rebecca St. James, and thank you to George Mondera for uh, joining us on Between the Grooves this week. And hey, don't forget, we are now on Instagram. So give us a follow. Uh, you can find out everything that's going on with Between the Grooves and uh, chat with us as well. We'd love to hear your feedback. And thanks, Aisha. We'll chat again next week. Absolutely. Have a good one. listening to Faith Strong Today's Between the Grooves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, would you consider sharing it with your friends, rating our podcast, or giving us some love on your socials to your amazing friends and followers will only help us reach more people. We'd also love to hear from you and share your feedback in an upcoming episode. Send your video or written message to Aisha and James on Facebook and Twitter at Between Grooves or email us anytime. Hello at faithstrongtoday.com. 